Welcome to Merrickville. Well, it's Friday, Sydney. Not only is there a huge weekend of footy in front of us, we've got a very special co-host guest today, Jamie Sow. Welcome to the studios, mate. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to this. You are. You're excited because you know the rumours around Triple M that this show is pretty loose, and that's why you want to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, I've been upgraded, yeah, apparently. Exactly. So. You, th- you thought Dead Set Legends and Weekend Football was a bit loose. Well, you're about to see a different flavour of loose, my friend. Good to have you on board. We'll be talking about the Panthers uh, preview, of course, uh, later on in the show for tonight against the Broncos. We'll get the latest uh, from that. And we'll also be getting a bit of an update on El Caballo Blanco. If you weren't listening yesterday, you've missed out. But you will be informed later on in the show. Welcome to Friday, Sydney, and welcome to the studios. Jamie Sow, great to have you in here, mate. We'd normally hear you on the Triple M uh, footy team. You'd be uh, on Dead Set Legends from time to time. Uh, but today, you're in here for an hour to hang out here with the big boys. Hey? Yes, with the big boys. I've been <laughs> called up into first grade. Mate, you've been uh, you've you've come in here there. You're a little bit rattled. What's going on? Liam tells me that you've you've come in here and something's upset you, which is, <laughs> this is the place to vent. This is a place to vent. I'm in a safe place. You told yep. me this before the show. Uh, well, recently I've had some car park uh, rage. Yeah, yeah, um, not uncommon. No, it's not uncommon. I'm getting married in a couple of months, so we've been doing wedding stuff, and uh, we went to Miranda Shopping Mall on the weekend. And That's enough to blow your lid. <laughs> yes, I know. And uh, so I pull up in the car park, and I see a gentleman. I put my blinker on, and I'm waiting and waiting and, uh, you know, really taking my time and talking to my wife-to-be, and this guy takes his time to get into the car. He acknowledges that I'm there. He can see that I'm parked. I've got a line behind me, so I nudge forward to let everyone go past. Old mate puts his buggy, uh, sorry, shopping in the back, yep. goes to the front of the car, sitting there. A couple of minutes goes by, nudge forward again, sort of the hurry up. Oh, yeah. No good. <laughs> you've, got, you've got the blinker on? Got, still got the blinker yeah, on. Yeah, still, still knows going. I'm there. That's a fair sign. Give him the beep. Just a friendly toot. Yeah, yeah. Hands up. What are we doing? <laughs> Lean forward again. He's actually licking the paper for his cigarette. He's rolling cigarette while I'm waiting to park. So he's having a. Uh, when you say cigarette, too, it could have been a durry. Yeah, it could, it could, it could, it could have, have been, been anything. Let's just, let's assume it had some degree of ice in it. So he's uh, and he's he's strapping one up <laughs> oh, in the car. Let's not assume. Why not? Why not? Well, he must have been if he's taking ten minutes exactly. to get out of the car park. Exactly. He's scared. He's scared to get out of the car because he can see spiders everywhere. It was. <laughs> That's why, he's, that's why he hasn't, he hasn't moved out of the car park. So he's what he's doing, I, I believe that you can't sit in the car. You've, you, you can't. You've either got to get in the car and go or Or you get wave out. it off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he hasn't even given you the, oh, no, I'm going to be here for a yeah. while, which is annoying, but you go, all right, no, nah, fair. Usually in that situation, if you've got kids, small children or old people, that usually buys you a couple of extra minutes of Three packing to four up your car. I was going to say that. Yep. You, know, you, need, you need to have signs, right? You need to have signs that you can have in your car, like little paddles that you hold up, and one just says <laughs> small children, yeah. right? So I go, oh, okay, right. Old person, yeah. yeah. And then crazy wife. Yeah. Just got <laughs> pissed, up one of those. pissed off wife. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, having yeah. an argument. Exactly. Just yeah. give yourself some time. Engaged to be married, wife shopping. Hold that up. Oh, no if anybody goes out and makes these signs, we want a slice of whatever profit you make. Oh, 100%. That's a great idea. Well, so you've come to the right place because we actually have a, uh, a particular segment here which will help out. And this helps out all people in Sydney. What's your age again? What's your age again? Yeah. If you've got a rage and you would like to share it, one triple three five three, it can be a parking one. <laughs> no surprise that there will be another traffic incident. Somebody's, and it's always, we at least get 10 calls of somebody saying, get out of the right lane. If you're not David Taker, get out of the right lane. 
It's always there's always a get out of the right lane. It has lane. to be. No. Always get out of a right lane. They yeah. need to put those signs on the right side of the road yeah. because I, they've got them on the left at the moment. <laughs> I was just thinking because Liam asked me before he goes, "Oh, have you got a rage again?" And I've I've forgotten about it. And it's just re- I've just reminded myself of it. Right now, I understand we've got to share the roads with bicycles, right? And and hundred <laughs> percent, they've got every place to be there. That's fine. We know the legals. You've got to give them a meter space and everything like that. That's fine. Now, if you get close to a bike and they go, hey, you know, back off or they give you a bit of grief or there's a, a, a discussion. Yeah. Okay. That's fine too. But here's the thing, you peanut, wear a helmet or you don't get the ability to back chat. Yeah. Don't ask for all the, uh, the safety nets of road rules and all the respect that you want on the road, if you're not going to have a helmet on. You've got to wear a helmet. That's part of the law. Don't break the law and then ask us to enforce the law. I love it. I'm going to double down on that. Because I had a a incident a couple of months ago, about to make a light, cyclist cuts out in front of me, I give him a distance, it goes orange. I need him to get up out of the saddle and get through that light. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm going through the light. Yeah. And he didn't get out of the saddle. So there you go. You need to be in the Pyrenees doing the tour de front. You need to be up. The arse needs to be going. Is the Pyrenees, is that the bit between the scrote and the... No, no, sorry. I beg your pardon. It's perineum. Okay, sometimes we mix those up. (laughs) But I need to get through that light. Make an effort. I'm with you there. Don't just cruise into it. One triple three five three. The calls have already come through. Sydney, what's your rage? Taking your calls on one triple three five three for What the hell makes you angry? So tell us all about your rage. What's your rage again? What's your rage again? Sadly, a few people rang up and said, oh, 42. No, no, not, not age. Age. Rage. We've been talking about bikes. I, I've just, I'm just going to uh, elaborate very quickly. I was talking to Jamie uh, about um, off air. I was talking about how bikes when uh, there's a group of cyclists there's four of them and they go four deep on the mm. road single file guys go single file i can't drive on the other side and you ride two Otherwise, you ride two abreast unless yeah. there's no room to do so in which case you drop in the single file is that the is that the law that's, that's how well that's law. how that bike groups ride are t- two and should two. be riding two and what's two. the etiquette for pants on bikes yeah because um, yeah. If you're up out of the saddle and you're yep. in a group, yep. I'm seeing a lot of packed lunches. Yeah, I need your balls. What? Yeah, I don't need to see. No. You know, um, sometimes I'm seeing recess. I mean, Sal, you don't need it's to follow good. them around the back streets. No, but, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll just uh, stick yeah. to the road. You know, well, you know what the only thing too is that they've not really thought about this. They need to have like a second tier of pant right for your bike riders. <laughs> where, where, what they do when you get off and you sit at a cafe, you've got to have like a like a little dress yeah. that folds down, a modesty a modesty pant. All right, so. You know when you see people, go, <laughs> athletes, sports people, even just you know casual runners like myself, right? If you've got a pair of skins or tights or something like that, you put a pair of shorts over the top of them. Matt Shervington used to be a sprinter trainer for mm. the Dragons. Yeah, compulsory wear shorts, yeah, <laughs> and I think we understood why. Absolutely. Well, he had to be careful. I should be accidentally in the pole vault. There's <laughs> lo- lots of calls coming through. One, two, three, five, three. If you want to play, what's your age? I've quickly got one yes, for go, you. Go, go. It is traffic related again. Yeah, it's all right. But. When you're driving along and you get to a set of lights, a pedestrian crossing, and it goes, your light goes red so the pedestrians can cross, and there's no one there because someone's pressed the button oh, and they've walked. Yeah. And so you're sitting on a quiet street somewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuck at a red light with no pedestrians oh, crossing. I hate that. They just walk whenever. Exactly. Yeah. Bloody pedestrians. I'm one of them. <laughs> I love how we get angry with whatever, whatever circumstance you're not currently yeah. in. Yeah, correct. Yeah. All right, got Dave and Panania. Hello, Dave. Look, I'm not even going to say hello. I'm so fired up. Good. 
right. You're sitting in the drive-thru at a fast food joint, and then it's wait, you wait in line. You get up to the speaker box to place your order, and you've got no cash. You just want to use your card. And they say, sorry, the bloody ATM machine's gone down. Oh. <laughs> it, should be free, it should be free meal, Dave. What was that? It should be a free meal. If you can't pay... With the method yeah. that they have supplied to you, if you if they're not able to take your good money, you should get that for free. Well, I'm going to try that next time I go through. <laughs> I mean, good luck. It's not going to yeah. happen, Dave. <laughs> Won't happen. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I got a coffee this morning on the way to drop Maddie off and pulled up beside. And you know, uh, certain restaurants have two lanes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you yep. pull into. So I pulled into one. No cars. Yep. Anyway, I've seen two cars drive past and get my order, and I've had the window down. And I've gone. She's taking the piss, right? <laughs> well, she must have heard me because I got up and she goes, sorry about that. Your, <laughs> your, your, your coffee's free. Oh! Because she knew that she'd done wrong. So Dave wow. might be onto something there. Wow. Okay. But, but I, yeah, I was so angry. Who would have thought abusing the hospitality industry could get you stuff for free? Well, me, I've, a, me. I've been doing it for I'm years. I'm in a really angry place at the moment. I've come yeah. with all this <laughs> anger. Good, I mean, you know what it is. It's You're good. getting married soon, so, you know. Yeah, it's, it's tightening up. Christian in Silverwater. G'day. How are you going, guys? Good, mate. What's your rage? Oh, mate. Um, ever driven in an area where you've got the time, you've made um, plans, you know it's a 20-minute drive, and then all of a sudden it just stops and you go, what's going on? And, of course, it's the council. It's yes. the workers. Yes. And what do they do? There's three lanes, so they put the truck in the lane that there's nothing going on. The guy's sitting there holding the sign. He's not looking at anybody because they're getting paid 300 bucks a day for sitting there. Why are they going to actually look at the traffic? Mm. You're beeping, and so they look at the other side and they go, yeah, no, 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 I'll go back to my phone. Yep. Mate, it just turns my insides out. Yep. I start beeping. They just then just turn to each other like, do we have to do anything? We're still yep. going to get paid, right? Yeah, no, don't worry about it. Just keep looking at your phone. <laughs> yeah. And they just sit there and they do nothing. Have you, and then have... you pull up and they, and they look at you like, mate, mate, you're interfering with my mobile, uh, tra- my, my mobile chat. It's like, and then you say, I'm going to report this to the council. And they're like, uh, okay, John, I think we've got to do something now because he's actually threatening. So, Chris, Christian, uh, you're taking it too far, mate. It's, on, it's, mate. It's, it's your rage, not, you know, what you, this is like a eulogy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. I just had to explain it because it's, it's not one thing. The whole damn yeah. thing just seems to Can I also forever. point out one thing, too? You said the guy holding the stop yeah. sign when what he actually meant was the overpaid female backpacker yeah. with blonde hair. Oh, don't give me. Now, you know that's why they put the women? Because they reckon that we're not going to get as raged. And ah, they're kind of right. It's you. They're kind it's, of right. It's you. They're kind of right. Okay. Hey, uh, uh, Christian, Christian, mate. Christian's calling take from a, Silverwater. When we say Silverwater, <laughs> we actually mean Silverwater prison. This is prison. one call. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, just take a breath, mate. What about if we gave you um, a couple of tickets to go along and see GWS take on West Coast tomorrow night oh, right, at Spotless mate, Stadium? Love it. All right. You can mate, experience the 2017 Toyota I mean, AFL finals live with tickets from $35 at afl.com.au. That's a great price, Christian. Of course, you'll have to ap- apply for a parole to uh, get there, but... <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, mate. Have a great weekend. Uh, See we got you, time for one more, Mez. Jamie in uh, Kings Langley. G'day, mate. G'day, Mez. How are you? Good. What's your rage? Moped riders in the middle lane of the M5 doing 85. Yes! 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 <laughs> Get off! Get off! <laughs> 100%. You know, look, mate, I ride motorbikes, as you probably know. So ride a motorbike. 
Don't, don't and what it. is it with moped riders who got to go out and buy the dickiest helmets? Oh, don't they? <laughs> is it like a contest, is it? Don't they? <laughs> Are they all having a contest, the moped riders? That's it. Moped riders, you should only be allowed to wear an ice cream container on your head. That's it. That's all you get. From 6 o'clock tonight, you will get live coverage with Dan Ganane and Ryan Girdler uh, for tonight's game. Of course, Broncos v Panthers. But mm. uh, Jamie Soward's in the studios with me this afternoon. Soward. It is going to be a huge game. The Panthers are not favourites by a long shot. I mean, Broncos, obviously, it's up there, so it's going to be in their favour. But you said the other night, on Wednesday night, when I was listening to Dead Set Legends, you said Darius Boyd is, that's the deal breaker in this equation. And you said if he plays, the Panthers are going to struggle. But... He's not playing. He's not playing. It's a massive, massive out for the Broncos. Just defensively, the way he puts his team in position is so important to their structures. And with Cody Nicarima at the back, it's just not the same. So, uh, look, it's going to bring them back to the pack a little bit tonight, but it's such a hostile environment up in Brisbane. You've got 50,000 Queenslanders wanting blood. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some Panthers fans up there. But for me, up front, with no Darius Boyd, it's going to be one through the forwards. James Tarmow, Regan Campbell-Gillard versus... Thiday and Blair, who are under a massive amount of pressure yeah. on the press up there because of their old age and how they didn't perform but they last do, week. The Broncos do. Here's the thing: is that they do perform well when they are under pressure. You know, when they're under scrutiny, particularly when you've got individual players who are under scrutiny, they do rise to the challenge. They do, and there's a little side plot to tonight. Anthony Griffin has got the wood over Wayne Bennett. I think he's eight from eleven against Wayne. And right. Wayne would absolutely hate that. <laughs> he would absolutely <laughs> he hates hate everything. that. No, he doesn't. He but he'd you. hate that. <laughs> he loves Jamie Sowd. He, he loves does. Jamie Sowd. Six o'clock tonight, you'll have you all your NRL coverage with the guys live from the stadium. Suncorp Stadium, that is. Actually, v Panthers. you know that Dan Dan has had to stay here because of his flight. Yeah. Wow. Don't worry, we still have live coverage. It doesn't revolve around. The game's not about Dan. <laughs> here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary, here's a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Mark Boris. Every single day in Australia, people are busting their guts in starting and running their own businesses. It's a big deal. 60% of Australians are hired by small to medium-sized business owners. These guys are doing their bit, buying stock, hiring people and paying their taxes. So what is it like to start your own business? How do you go from just running a business on the side after work to owning something much bigger? How do you make it your future? Join me on The Mentor, a weekly show on Podcast One where I speak to Aussie business owners who are working through just that. I find out what makes them tick. I help them work out their next steps for their growth and for their future. The Mentor with Mark Burris. Listen now at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. Join this afternoon by special guest, Jamie Soward, who has come in, not in the capacity of calling sport, uh, talking about NRL, we had a, a brief chat, but to be part of Merrickville and to be part of the show. And one of the things we do here, Soward, is we do ridiculous quizzes that uh, my producer Liam knocks up for us. And sometimes they're good. I'm not going to lie, they're hit and miss yep. like him. Okay. Um, I mean, I like this show. Sometimes yeah. Merrick hits me, sometimes he misses. Depends on how much I've been drinking. Um, um, today, what, what's the quiz for today? Today is based off the fact that Australia is getting its very own version of Scrabble. Okay. Uh, it's called Aussie Scrabble. It uh, launched yesterday and it's going to feature more than 250 true blue words like Barbie, Cozzy, Snag, Rello and Wuss. Mm-hmm. So dictionary, it's the same, normal Scrabble, 
but you get 10 bonus points if you play any of these 250 words uh, of Aussie slang. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. So they're not they're not actually they are recognised words in the dictionary. You can still play dictionary words. Yeah, but in but this special edition, also to get slang, you okay. can play Aussie slang, okay. local vernacular. Yeah, yeah. They took um, public submissions for which words they should include, and yeah. they had to cut. A Was lot. clunky in there? I don't know if clunky is in there. Is scrote okay. there? We don't. I didn't ask you to guess which words they didn't let in because Chris Guccione. <laughs> Is Chris Guccione in there? What about the Gooch? The Did tennis the player. Ah, the Gooch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Take know. it where you want to take it. I don't know it. if you can get enough letters. Okay. To, anyway, uh, so we are doing a, a board game inspired quiz. Okay. Okay. I don't mind that. It's a good song to go with that. Thanks. I don't understand the, the reference uh, you made to it, but that's all right. Come play my game. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, good, sure. Good prodigy, let's do it. Okay, uh, your buzzers. Okay. I'd like to use your nicknames as your buzzers. What were your nicknames growing up, gents? Uh, my latest one was Leslie Chow. Right, oh, from the hangover. A, from the hangover. Why? That's fantastic. Because when I laughed, I looked like Leslie Chow. Okay, very cool. All right, well, if we're going to look at like uh, nicknames, I'll be Katie Lang. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go. All right, Leslie Chow go. and KD Lang. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, strangely, you're, you've already won this competition <laughs> by, by not being Katie Lang. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. First question. Go. Prince Andrew once declared the Royals were not apla- allowed to play which game because it got too vicious? Leslie Chow. Yes, Leslie Chow. Monopoly. Correct. Oh, good play. Correct. Correct. One to Leslie Chow, none to Katie Lang. Okay. He Name. Would have, he would have, as his symbol on the board, is there a trophy there? Because he's got enormous ears. Looks like a cup. Uh, no, there's not a trophy. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, that, well, that joke was a bit flat then. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, mate. So, oh, I said yes. Shouldn't have set me up Sorry, like that. Sorry, right. Well, you asked. Okay. Name three pieces you can remove from the patient in operation. Leslie Lang. Ooh. No, you go. I'm going to give it to Katie Lang. Okay. Uh, Specific names. I need names. three. Specific yeah. names. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I buzzed in because I was desperate for the points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's the knee, but I can't. It's not called the knee. It's called something else. You're right. It's not called it's, the knee. No, 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 no. no uh, water on the knee or something. Is it? I'm yeah, going to give you that because yeah. um, it's one. And then there's the other one is the heart. The heart. Have to buzz your mouth. Leslie Chow, yours for the taking. Uh, do I just need one or I need, need two, two more? Oh, I need two more. Um, I didn't really know. I just wanted to. <laughs> yeah, like me. I just wanted to point. We glory. had uh, Adam's apple, broken heart, wrenched ankle, butterflies in stomach, spare ribs, water on the knee, funny bone, wishbone, bread basket. Uh, yeah. Lots oh, to choose bread from basket. bread basket. All right. Still one to Leslie right. Chow, none to Katie Lane. What is the most sold board game ever? Leslie Chow. Yes, Leslie Chow. It is Connect Four. Incorrect. Would you like oh, to have a guess, Katie Lane? Katie Lang. I'm going to. Most, uh, most sold. Say, most sold. Scrabble. It is chess. Oh, oh, that's not a board game. That's not a board game. That's, that's a hold game. on. That's what would you great. define it as then? A chess. It's, yeah, chess is not a board <laughs> game. Great. I mean, it's not a board. And I it's see a game, what you mean by hit and game. miss with the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unlike you, we don't see things in profiles of black and white. <laughs> we see people as equals, and not we don't define people by color, Liam. <laughs> Which is why you're not very good at chess. <laughs> Which board game was invented first? Trivial Pursuit or Connect Four? Leslie Chow. Yes, Leslie Chow. It was Connect Four. Correct. Invented five years uh, earlier. All right, two to Leslie Chow. Yet to get on the board, Katie Lang. 
What generational revolution is credited with aiding the success of the board game Twister? Katie Lang. Yes, Katie Lang. Sex. <laughs> He's spot on. <laughs> Free love. Twister was released in the 1960s 60s, yeah. and... The success, the free love yeah, revolution yeah. encouraged people to experiment with Go the game. Oh, wow. That was a good one. KD, KD. KD's back in the race. 2-1 well in favour of Leslie Chowdhury. <laughs> what board game became an Australian television game show starring Andrew Datto? That Leslie ran- Chow. Yes, Leslie Chow. Andrew Datto? Yes. Uh, it was Family Feud. Uh, I'll finish Lang. the question here for you if mm, you'd like. Mm, yeah, okay, go. What board game became an Australian television game show starring Andrew Datto that ran for two seasons in 1992? Oh. No. Uh, it was a live audience participation oh. game show. No. I'm How gone. long? I'm you gone. Can, you, it's a knockout? No. It was oh, Cluedo. No. Cluedo. And Andrew Datto played Professor Plum. Oh. All right. Don't, don't need to see those plums. 2 1 in favour of Leslie Chow. <laughs> yeah. Favour of Leslie Chow. Uh, go. I'm going to make this last question worth five points. Okay, great. Which Aussie slang word will you earn more points for in the new Aussie Scrabble? Bonza or Knackers? Leslie Chow. Yes, Leslie Chow. Knackers. He is correct. Oh, This is quite amazing, (laughs) Sarah, because what you've done is you've taken on the most competitive person in the world when it comes to quizzes. And smash me. I I got one point. It was a gimme. You got one point. It was a gimme. <laughs> no, no, it actually, got, it was pretty good. It was a good Sadly, uh, Jamie Sauer can't stick around. He's got, he's got stuff to do. <laughs> Seriously, uh, though. No, it's been great. Um, good on you, Sauer. We'll, and may uh, we'll, never be invited we'll, we'll back. Get, we'll catch yeah. you again soon when we've got another quiz that I can win. Uh, good to have you, mate. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you again soon. Thanks, mate. Thanks Cheers. for having me. One of the things I love about you guys and I love about this show is that you can help dictate the flow of content on this program, the direction of what we talk about. And yesterday we're talking about, I don't even remember what it was. We're talking about what you missed in Sydney. That's right. That's right. And then randomly, we got a call about one of the greatest things that I've never seen or known about called El Cabello Blanco. (laughs) Bill in Bankstown. How you going? Yeah, good, mate. Um, Don't know if you remember back in the 80s. El Cabello Blanco, that white horse. El Cabello Blanco. It sounds great. <laughs> Never heard of it in my life. Sounds great, though. El Cabello Blanco. Mate, they had uh, one horse, which uh, was pretty much worked to the crap house. And then a couple of uh, wobbly slides, and that was pretty much it for the theme park. I know it no longer exists as a business, Mez, but tomorrow you need to do an ad I'm gonna for lost. El Cabello Blanco. I'm going to do it. <laughs> And I certainly have. I'm a man of my word when it chooses uh, suits me. Um, and we've done a little bit of research on El Cabello Blanco, which I clearly like saying far too much. We got so many calls. Oh, we did. Like dozens and dozens and dozens of people who just wanted to talk about El Cabello Blanco. That's what I'm saying. You guys dictate where this show goes, particularly if it's a little bit ludicrous. Now, El Cabello Blanco shut down in 2007. Up until that, they had some pretty mind-numbing ads for the uh, amusement park. El Cabello Blanco has rapidly grown over the past six years to become one of Sydney's premier attractions. The beautiful picnic grounds with numerous covered pavilions and barbecues is the ideal setting for a family or company picnic. There's unlimited rides for all. Go back in time with a ride on the 1880 horse-drawn omnibus 
or a legendary battle around the lake. Also, cars. The is this right? Or the young at heart, there's thrills yeah. and spills in the yeah. roller skate okay. park and water slide. Okay. A touch of nostalgia mm -hmm. with a brilliant demonstration of sheepdog trials and sheep shearing. You Enjoy are shit. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> you are, mate. You are terrible. Absolutely <laughs> shocking. That ad sounds. In parts, if you took away that kind of. Um, upbeat music in the background. Yeah. That sounds a little bit like a social messaging thing for beware of stranger danger or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's stranger danger. Anyway, so I've been obsessed with El Cabello Blanco as a result of this. And I've gone out and created a new commercial for El Cabello Blanco. And I know that it's because it no longer functions because of the equine flu. That's right. When all the horses went, no, oh, no, it's a bit of a... Sad way to go. Anyway, uh, I've made an ad for a non-existent company. Here it is. Looking for the ultimate Spanish-inspired theme park but can't be rooted going to Spain? El Cabello Blanco! <laughs> We've taken a shitty paddock in Norellan and made it shitter, turning it into Australia's only Spanish-themed horse amusement park. El Cabello Blanco! Watch our Andalusian horses dance to your delight. These beautiful beasts can walk on their hind legs. Occasionally, there's an accident. But it's all good. We've got heaps more where that came from. Kids can also ride our miniature ponies to their heart's delight. And if the ponies get too tired... <laughs> we'll just get your little princess a new one. El Cabello Blanco! We also have water slides, which are in fact just regular play equipment slides with a hose and a bottle of tricks as lube. Still... There's a very high chance our slides will rip your ass out. El Cabello Blanco! There's plenty of parking and a kiosk. So why not try one of our very unique hot dogs? <laughs> and there's even a swing set for the kids that hardly anyone has died on. El Cabello Blanco! El Cabello Blanco, the Spanish-inspired pony park in Norellan. Open seven days a week and then mysteriously closed forever. Miss, equine flu. Ugh, better get some more bullets. <laughs> El Cabello Blanco! Jeez. Yes! I am so commonly <laughs> yes. wrapped with my own work, but particularly today, ladies and gentlemen, am I thrilled with El Cabello Blanco. That's the ad I was born to write. Now, for those people flying out Luckily, to Norellan. Luckily, it's no longer in business, otherwise we would be in deep, that deep trouble. Business does not exist anymore. No. So save your, cancel, or don't cancel your plans for this weekend. No. No. Um, Mez, Daniel yes. from Riverston has called through. Oh, hello, Daniel. How you going, mate? Uh, yeah, not too bad, mate. Uh, you've got a point about El Cabello Blanco. No, it's not El Cabello Blanco, mate. It's a different one. It's another one from Sydney out yes. of Lansdale years and years ago. Magic Kingdom. Oh, let me guess. A little light on the magic? <laughs> yeah, it was a little light on the magic, mate. Yeah, and a little light on the ago. kingdom? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had this little kingdom there you got there, and it was about oh, 12 foot high. Yeah, yeah. Classic <laughs> case of it's somewhere between a theme park and play equipment, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Mate, you know Definitely. what? Oh, let's open up the phones. One triple three five. Have we got time to yeah, take yeah. some calls? One triple three five three. What's worse than El Cabello 
Don't go. And it could be here. It could be here, Daniel. Like you've just you pointed out, Magic Kingdom. It can be an amusement park here. It can be one that you've seen overseas. Where you like? I've been to ones overseas. Or you just go, oh, this is an amusement park, and you get there, and all it is is one terrifying animal tearing apart another terrifying animal. And you just go, what the? F- we had How's one. How's this legal? It's not. This is not going to surprise you, Mez, but there was one in Adelaide. Oh God! Oh, there's a couple in Adelaide. Let me guess. Hang on a second. Magic Mountain. Nah, Magic Mountain was great. Oh, that's how bad you are. Yeah, that's that was the benchmark. Oh, my um, God. No, and the... by the way, ladies and gentlemen, it, that was craptastic. <laughs> we had uh, we had one at the top of the Maya shopping center in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roller coaster. Dazzle Land. Dazzle Land? Dazzle Land? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't write that. I could sit here for a week going, come on, Mez, challenge yourself, come up with the crappest name. For an amusement park, and I would never come across Dazzle Land. It sounds like a place creeps try to encourage children to go to. Uh, okay, one triple three five three. What's worse than El Cabello Blanco and Dazzle Land? Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. The next billion seconds are the most important in human history as technology transforms the way we live and work. The smartphone, barely a decade old, has given billions access to information and capacities they've never had before. It's changing what we can do, and it's changing the shape of the future. So what does that future look like? Hi, I'm Mark Pesci, the host of The Next Billion Seconds, a new show on Podcast One. Join me as I speak to some of the brightest minds shaping that world. The people who are spending their lives forming that future. We'll hear about their work in helping shape those next billion seconds. Listen at podcastone.com.au or on the Podcast One app. Taking the most amount of calls in the world... I can't even believe, like, seriously, if you could see what I can see on my computer screen in front of me, it, there's just dozens and dozens of people calling through for what is worse than El Cabal Blanco. Because someone introduced us to this mysterious, now shut down theme park yep. yesterday on the show. Yep. Uh, used to be out at Norellan. Yep. It's closed down. Yeah. And it, we got, we got a, it's gone now. And we got a hot tip on a new one, which was called Magic Kingdom. Now, Liam, you've done some research during that song. And now, just to give you an idea, this was the former ad for El Caballo Blanco. This is how bad okay. it sounded. Yep. El Caballo Blanco has rapidly grown over the past six years to become one right. of Sydney's premier. Sounds attractions. like an Atari video yeah, game. Bon- yeah, exactly. And you're bonusing. It's rapidly grown over the last six yeah. years. You're bonusing, mate. You're bonusing. Let it go. And so you made a new ad for El Caballo Blanco, yes. which we'll put up online so you can check it out on our Facebook page. No, right. We're going to play it again shortly. Okay. I love it. Play it again in a minute. Incredible. But play it twice. We got introduced to the Magic Kingdom. I've found this mess. Yep. Magic Kingdom, the greatest family day. Water slides, Astro Spin, Dry Slides, Train Rides, Ferris dry Wheel, Charovane, Trampolines, <laughs> Stage Shows, Characters, Mini Golf, and more. Oh, Magic all Kingdom terrible. Rides, Golf, Slides, All Day you Unlimited, $6. Already, Racing mate. Car Pony and Lake Rides Extra. 27 acres for relaxing barbies and picnics in the centre of Sydney between Bankstown and Liverpool. Magic That's Kingdom, the Hollywood Drive, Landswear. Magic Kingdom. So oh, good. So many, I love how he's mentioned dry slides. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, dry slides. That sounds like something that you've, 
Oh, I was like, I had to go last night. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't good. I had a dry slide. <laughs> oh, my really? favourite part oh, I'm sorry is that, that it's Do you need a cream? All slides $6, <laughs> but uh, pony and lake rides are extra. Oh, they're extra. <laughs> anything, anything remotely fun, extra money. Uh, they're clearly not in the market anymore. We have got so, so many, many calls, calls to get through. What is crap more craptastic than Alcabella Blanco? Kick it off, Don, in Stanhope Gardens. Hey, Mesh, how you going, mate? I used to work at Elka, um, sorry, at Magic Kingdom. Oh, oh, wow. Was it amazing? Was it magic? It, it, was, it, it was magic, mate. It was magic. That, that was back in the uh, 79, 80. Mm. I worked there, me and a few mates. We used to get 20 bucks a day, and we'd go down, and we'd just manage the rides. Water slide, you know, think about yep. it. You know, 14-year-old, yep. 15-year-old boy looking after the, the water slide. You would have been loving girls. it. You would have been loving it. it. They're all out in bikinis, and there's just Don just smoking a windfield. <laughs> Got me that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being part of the show, Don, you bloody legend. We've got uh, Rick in Campbelltown. Hello, Rick. How you going, mate? All right, mate. What's more crap than El Cabello Blanco? Mate, um, not far from El Cabello Blanco on the same road, Camden Valley Way. Yes. Uh, towards Liverpool, towards O'Neill's Adventureland. Oh. It'd be... There's plenty of people that would remember that place. Yeah, a mate of mine who uh, he's uh, Campbelltown uh, born and born bred, actually he's actually from Canada. But anyway, he's uh, he mentioned it to me ages ago, and I'd heard of it, and he was trying to explain it to me. But I'd had about a hundred drinks, so I can't remember. <laughs> mate, there still remains of it there now. Okay, so it's dead and you're gone. Dry, you're right past. It's dead and gone. Has been for over. 20 years, over okay. 30 years. So the thing, is with, the thing is with these places, Rick, they've all got a hook, right? So El Cabello Blanco is Spanish horses because we, as Australians, felt we didn't have enough mm. Spanish horse influence here in the country. What was the, the hook for O'Neill's Adventureland? The hook was, it was for poor kids, mate. We couldn't afford <laughs> to go to Luna Park. Poor El Cabello Blanco to look at the bloody horses. We oh. just went there and went on. They had a big slide there. Slide. That, if, you come off, if you come off the mat, you had third degree burn. Oh, you, you're gone. You're losing oh. that. You're losing Mate, that up. wasn't even from the speed of the slide. That was because it's 45 degree day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that still slide that used polished to steel. Up. Yep, yeah, just burn. Oh. Just, but <laughs> just seriously done. O'Neill's Adventureland. We're for it. poor kids. Melanie, <laughs> if you got a pob family, come to O'Neill's. We're pob as Melanie and Carlingford. Welcome to the show. Hello, how are you? Yeah, really good. I'm loving this. What's crapper than El Cabello Blanco? Paradise Garden. Mm. Once again, let me guess, a little light on the paradise? <laughs> <laughs> no, not paradise at all. I can tell you there was a lake and a few dinosaurs in it, and oh, that's about it. Amazing. Dinosaurs. That's its hook. Let me guess, really crappy fiberglass yeah. dinosaurs that if you touch, you will scratch yourself to death for a, a week. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I love those rides, Melanie, you know, it, it, the old school fiberglass stuff that if you go for a ride on it, all the fibres get caught in your skin and you just eat yourself away like an ice addict. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, the, so, people who, the people who invented Paradise Gardens are going, when they saw Jurassic Park come out, they're going, that, that's what we're aiming for. Glenn, Glenn, make a brontosaurus. We are going to make some cash. We've got Pierre in Reevesby. Hello, Pierre. How are you, Mezzo? Very good indeed, I got, mate. I got one for you. It's not so much an adventure park because there wasn't much adventure there, but 
The old Sydney town. Yeah, old, old Sydney, Sydney town. town. It was always going to come up, wasn't it, Pierre? Mm. Because we all know old Sydney town. We kind of missed it a little bit, but it was a little bit like going back into time, but the worst part of time <laughs> and the part of time that no one gave a rat's ass about. Like, really? Should have just gone back to the swinging 60s or even the war era would have been more interesting? Not when people used to have to wear Hessian bags for pants. And we're all, we're all lucky we didn't come out with the plague after being there. Yeah. I think some people did, Pierre. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure they didn't. Uh, Thank you very much. Oh, we've got so many calls to get through, and the phones are still ringing. Yeah, time for a couple more. Okay, Simon in Bosley Park. Hello, mate. Good mate. How are you, man? Yeah, very good indeed. All right, what's more craptastic than El Cabello Blanco? Mate, African Lion Safari. Oh, oh damn it! Bring him There wasn't much safari there. <laughs> I think. I think there was one line. It was the paddle pop line, and it was dead. <laughs> mate. The lion wasn't king of the jungle there. I tell you, it was about 100 years old. <laughs> it's, it's the only lion in the world that says to its keepers, kill me. That's, that's where they took kill the sick me. horses from El Cabello Blanco. <laughs> <laughs> How did Sydney have so many craptastic attractions? Oh, we got time for one Amazing. more call. All right, Maddie on the Central Coast, mate. What is uh, what is El Cabello Blanco to you, mate? I went there three years ago. It shut down, but now it does a touring show. Oh no! Uh oh. <laughs> They uh, rent uh, out basketball stadiums and they put down fake carpet and they have to stop every 10 minutes to collect the horse apples. Uh-oh. I've got a bad feeling about this. You know what I've always said, Maddie? Always, forever, from day one is, what an amazing place. El Cabello Blanco is, I mean, I, I want to take my family there because there's an amazing establishment, very professionally organized, some great staff, totally safe, like a lo- just a lovely family environment. You know what? I'm leaving right now to go to El Cabello Blanco because it is a fantastic establishment. But Dan Ganane joins me in the studio uh, today. Hello, Dan, Hello would, Liam. Well, you would normally be, as part of the NRL call team, uh, you would normally be on site at Suncorp Stadium. I know, I know. Uh, the but bloody winds. It's incredible. The so bloody winds. We've the... heard that over 100 flights have been cancelled. You couldn't get to Brisbane I was for the on game. Uh, 1 o'clock, which is my, the flight I always get, and yep. uh, they put it back to 4 and made the sensible decision, well, that's a bit too risky because we all know there's so many flights delayed. Nah. No way it was leaving at 4 if it was going to leave at all. So. Yep. Wendell got up there because he got a flight earlier than me, and Gordy's yep. up there. Ben Dobbin will call. Uh, Brent Reed's up. So I'm the lone one out. How do you feel, Dan? Do you have a little bit of anxiety, the fact that you're going to miss the game? Where you're just like, oh, you know what? I wouldn't mind having a Friday night off. I wish I knew in advance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could have made some plans. Made some plans. Uh, last week was such a big win. No, I'll I tell you. I grew up dreaming of doing this stuff. Of course. So to miss a game. Yeah, now, yeah, yes, I've final, got one tomorrow a... and two next week in the grand final, unless I get hit by a bus. So I've got plenty to look forward to. But, but it's an elimination final. One it? you lose is one you never get back. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're right. I love knockout footy. We had some good qualifiers last week, but there's okay. nothing like knockout footy. Mate, I want to talk about uh, one of the games last week, Dan, and specifically uh, it's not actually about the, the game itself. I'm talking about the Manly-Penrith game mm-hmm. uh, held at um, Allianz Stadium. Yes. SFS. So on Saturday, uh, I went with Lawrence Mooney to go and see the Swans play Essendon. Mm -hmm. And, mate, I couldn't get in there. I was on a motorbike so I could get through the traffic. It was I've never been in that precinct anywhere near that area before with traffic like that. I had... Uh, went to, I planned to go to the football. That night I was doing gigs at the Comedy Store, which is in the Entertainment Quarter, inappropriately named, um, (laughs) later on at at night. Come on, there's a good bowling No, no, see, here we go, right? 
So I can't get into the Swans game. It's yeah. just chockers. It's a full house. Yeah. Great crowd. Awesome. Then after that game, I uh, bolted home to go and see the family, have some dinner. And then I was coming back to work at uh, the comedy store that night. Yep. During that time, obviously, Manly and Penrith are underway. Mm-hmm. As I'm coming back, no, the traf- no traffic. Yeah. It's gone. The paddocks are now empty. You know mm-hmm. where people are parking. Mm-hmm. And there's a below average crowd for a very important game mm-hmm. between two Sydney teams. Mm-hmm. Question for you. Nothing Dan. you've said is incorrect at this point. <laughs> no, no, no. The question for you. Is that the supporters of both those clubs being apathetic or is it the stadium, the choice of everything. venue? It is everything. Okay. Uh, 15,000. I think it was 15, the announced crowd. I think it was yep. about right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, apathetic supporters. B, you don't put the game on at night. You are dealing with a town. We are apathetic. And if you put if you put roadblocks in front of us, if you put uh, – we are not a, a sports-loving town in that we will not go obsessed. at all costs. No, no, So you put an AFL game on before, so you know 45,000 going to flood the yep. precinct. Yep. yep, There's a roadblock. Yep, you know Saturday that's happening. Night, they knew that You that can't happening. ask people from Penrith with kids to take their families and then expect to drive home or get the train home at 10.30 at night. I could not agree more. So that I game should have been, I've more. said this all week, that game should have been Saturday afternoon. Yep. Uh, yes, the Swans are playing next door. Okay, well, they're playing next door anyway. So what's the difference? Yeah, yeah. Melbourne, Parramatta should have been at night because that game, um, that would, they would have got the same crowd there yes, anyway. Yes. It was an attractive television game. Yep, yep. Manly, Penrith. We've got to encourage more afternoon football yes. when we can. In saying that, it still wouldn't have filled Allianz, not by a long shot. Because our fans have been taught to whinge and complain when you don't get everything your way. Manly fans wanted that game at uh, at, at Brookie. Cronulla fans wanted their game at Shark Park. Yeah. We've got to get out of this attitude, me, me, me. The big games are at the big stadiums. Okay. And, and we've got to start getting behind that. It's also too expensive. Because um, I, I was thinking that at the time. I was a bit, you know, not... I was a bit disappointed that there weren't more people and particularly more families yeah. at that stadium able to enjoy that game. It's been a long time between drinks for the Panthers. Uh, Manly hasn't exactly had, you know, uh, a stellar last It's an attractive game. It's an attractive game. 100%. They sh- the fans should be out in drives. But I, I, like you say, Dan, I reckon that it's about the roadblocks that have been put in place for the fans. I don't blame the fans. No. I, I blame the, the, this city is a tough city to move around in. And if you live yeah. in Penrith and you're a diehard uh, supporter of the Panthers, going to SFS is not an easy task at all. All. You've also, it's not, it's, if you live in Surrey Hills to get to that game, it's tough. Every game is live on TV. Every final is live on free-to-air and Fox. Mm. You are, There's more roadblocks. You're disincentivized. So why, if I want to sit, sit down, I want to watch Melbourne Parramatta. That's an attractive game at 4 yeah. o'clock. By the time it's done, I'm feeling pretty comfortable at home. I'll order some takeaway. Yeah, I'll, sit, I'll watch the next. So yeah. we've got all these roadblocks. that, And, and also, the Moore Park Precinct is... Problematic when it comes to parking, and what has been offensive with all the uh, politicking? They want a fifty-five thousand season, a fifty-five thousand a seat stadium. That's all ego. They could have a thirty-five thousand, a beautiful thirty-five thousand Amy Park style. But in in all of the planning, I've never, I haven't seen anything about parking, no. getting people in and out. No. People it's don't realise you can have your light rail. No. People don't want to walk a kilometre and a half up the hill from Central. No. The light rail is nice, but it's also, you know, there's, you know it, it zigzags and you've got to go from here to there, there to there. 
But it's not. It's but also too. Sydney's a, a driving town. Yeah. We've got to wake up to the fact it is a driving town. We tried to change the culture in 2000 with the Olympics and when we built the new stadium. It was sold as public transport only. Public transport only. And you know what? People embraced it for six months. Canterbury had a lot of home games there, and people embraced it. And then they realised, well, hang on. I could drive there in half an hour with no traffic, and it takes me an hour and a half to get the train to Redfern, mm. and then and then get off at Redfern and go back to Sydney Olympic Park for an all stops. But bugger it, I'll drive in. Don't worry about the public. Tra- we're we're a driving town. It's a fact, and we've got to work with that. And and that's yep. why Thursday night games. Geez, you got me started now. I know. I Thursday knew, night. I knew that this would, Thursday because... night games at ANZ are an absolute oh, disgrace. You are killing. This is you know. We all applauded Todd Greenberg, or a lot of us applauded Todd Greenberg for his stance against the refs. And then a lot of people said, well, 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 that's all well and good, but what else has he done? Well, I'll tell you one thing he needs to do, and that is kill Thursday night football because it is destroying our game. It kills the draw because teams that are stuck on a Thursday night run, that's why Canterbury get four games every four games in a row and South had a few games in a row because yeah. once, once a team is on Thursdays, it's hard to get them off because it's hard yep. to get other teams to have to an appropriate break yep. and to get them back on Thursdays. Yep. It yep. is killing the game, and there are so many other things. We've we got to put the – ANZ's a good place when it's on a Sunday afternoon and when you get plenty of people in there. It's not as bad as people think. But you put a Thursday night or a Friday 6 p.m. game there, oh, what, what are, are you they, expecting? Are they kidding? Are they kidding? What, in this town? That's a white flag. Maybe it's, it's like uh, sometimes I find in this city decisions made by people who don't drive, right? The amount of infrastructure decisions that are made by people in, in this city. that We had a, a premier, Bob Carr. I actually really like Bob. But he never had a Did car nothing. license. Yeah. He didn't have a car license. Yeah. Knew nothing about what it's like to travel around the city in a car. Clover Moore makes decisions about public transport in a city that she doesn't have to worry about yeah. commuting in. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are we talking about... Fo- we need like a really, jingle. This we is actually we like a jingle. Dun, dun, dun. Like Alan Jones. No, I've, ruined the bloody, I've ruined the bloody But the draw changes next year. Talk, yeah, I know. But we're supposed to be talking about tonight's game. We've got an elimination for no, I'm not calling it now. I don't care. Really quickly, Dan. Look, obviously, you know, we're going to get to the coverage in about 12 minutes' time. Yes. Uh, Darius Boyd is out. Correct. The Broncos are going to miss him. Yes, they does, are. Does this make enough difference for the Panthers to slip in and do what is seemingly the impossible? Ah. Uh, I don't think it's the impossible. Good. I think it's to be very, very close. Good. Brisbane Good. were awful last week, and they it was through Nouse that Ugh. kept them in the game and the fact that the Roosters kept opening the door. They've been awful two of their last three games, Brisbane. They were flogged by Parramatta. They put they had 50 put on them. Yep. Their form's not there. Benji at half, we're not convinced. Penrith are starting to bubble. Bryce Cartwright, for the first time in a year... Um, has shown that he's starting to get back to where he was. All the personal dramas seem to have been put aside. The Matt Moylan stuff didn't affect them. Brisbane are deserved favourites. But this is not the impossible dream. I just want to see the Panthers win so badly. I just just think think it's a great story. I I want to see the Panthers and the Eels go deep into the final series. And I I mean, the idea of having um, an all-Sydney... Well, if we're worried about crowds in Sydney... We need Parramatta to win tomorrow because next Friday it will be Roosters, Parramatta at Allianz. Now, that would actually get a crowd. And you're going to, well, I mean, obviously you're going to have all the Eels fans. Plus, you'll also have, you know, six or seven hundred Roosters fans roll up. So uh, let's not just get that. Dan Ganane, mate, we've run out of time because we've been whinging about traffic. Can we be more fun next week? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was fun. Don't you enjoy it?
enjoy whinging oh, about the city? It I love so, it. It's so uh, cathartic. It's so good, isn't it? <laughs> Dan Gadane, we'll catch you soon, mate, and we'll see the uh, NRL call team kick in in 11 minutes' time. Goodbye. Thank you for visiting Merrickville. And be a Merrickvillian. Uh, Merrickvillite. Merrickvillaman. Join us on Facebook or Twitter at Merrickville FM 104.9. Triple M.